All right, you can start talking again. We're ready. We're going. Oh, uh, now? We're, we're starting. We're, we're doing a show. We're doing well, it now. When? Now. Are Wait, we now? What do you mean now? Okay. I didn't get any numbers. I didn't even get like a fictional number of you counting. You just you just jumped in and didn't say anything. Trust me, there was a one count, and then and then that's when you were supposed I, to start. Talking. I was counting myself jokingly, and while I was at four, you were saying go. Listen, that was that is a a, a, a problem. Big Kev, I, I, I see what you're <laughs> I see what you're talking about. There's a little bit of distance with this kid and the rest of us, and he's got an attitude. I I just say. To people who ask, I always say, we just do the best that we can to kind of sort of, I, I don't know what the right word is, educate, that may not be the right to word. guide. Just sort of like, I don't know, I don't know, give him experience. I don't know, I guess that's education in a sense. I don't know. Mm -hmm. To lead hey, him. Let me put it this way. He's gained more, if I put it in a Dungeons and Dragons perspective, he's gained more experience points with us than he has before he met us <laughs> and me. Life I from an NPC so I'd say he's to level on an two. experience point roll right now would be the way I'd describe it. Nice. And there, there you go. go. There we go. You're welcome, Sandwich. <laughs> Jerk face. Uh, boys, how's everything doing? We have a lot of stuff that we need to hit on. For this yeah. week. Oh we my have, god. Are we gonna have to do two commercials? I don't think like that so. much. No, I all think right. I just all right. we have a lot that we're gonna want to chat about. Some of the stories bleed into one another to really, a point where I think we can can, can like, I be know, honest? Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm on. really excited that we're unveiling a new commercial today with a new sponsor. I'm thrilled myself to be honest with you. And you know what? I it's, am I am so – you don't even know. I know I said it yesterday. I was in the middle of doing stuff yesterday when I listened to it and when I had the time to react to it. It is so old school OG and I mm -hmm. that I can't, I can't get over it. I've listened to it probably a hundred times, <laughs> not even an exaggeration. Listen, I'll, I'll A hundred times and I'll since be honest, you sent it to me. And I'll be honest with you. I, I had an idea of exactly how it wanted to be executed, but Sandwich was the one who really made it work. Simple as uh, that. How did you cool. guys? Did you guys record separately? Together. We recorded at the same time, but I, I had the track set a certain way so one person wasn't bleeding over oh, and see. it was careful. And you know, right. I did. I did a little. Well, editing. I don't know how you did it, but again, it's so completely old school. Like me and OG, I'm talking like year like one, two, or three. That was the idea. I was I was blown away. That was that I was, was the absolutely idea. Absolutely blown well, away. I'm glad you well, liked it. Well, well done. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, yeah, but you know what? You can listen to so let's, other. Let's get on with it. So let's get on with it so we can get to that commercial break. That's true. Let's That's also true. say hello to Will and I West will. Coast Scott. Hey, hey, and hey. Box are currently joining us in the room. Hey, boys. Uh, really quickly, though, let's just hit on so our go. let's just hit on our Patreon really quickly before we get, begin the show. Uh, Patreon.com slash GeekStuffTNG. <laughs> For just a buck, you can join our Discord service uh, where we kind of just like uh, – um, a little chat room for just uh, the Geek Stuff TNG community. For $3, you get the show a day and a half early, which is usually Tuesday night, and a sneak peek at the prep sheet. Usually the prep sheet goes up Monday night as long as everything works out. For $5, you get the weekend bonus show, which Sandwich has just been knocking out of the park. You get the vintage show, which I got to post one for this month, uh, where you can hear some of those. He's, he's frozen. 
that he's he is, frozen. That he what? is. Uh, oh, you're, you're oh. video wise. You were frozen. <laughs> now you're side. frozen again. Uh, oh my God. Screen cap that face. And for $10 uh, a month, you get to see. Uh, oh my God. How can I screen cap? Hold on. I got a screen cap. Oh, that. Jesus Hold Christ. On. Can I, can I actually get that? Oh, damn it. You moved. <laughs> you can, you can do the playback. You can just take a picture of the playback. Uh, and for t- $10 a month, you get the live show on Instagram. So you can see some of the wackiness that is going on right now. So, for example, if I may uh, interrupt you, mm-hmm. uh, Anabox brings to our attention. He wants to know: Does Sandwich have enough hats? Does do you ever really? Oh, have you can see hats? that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and we can, and I can see it too. And I can see it on the on the Instagram. I cannot. I cannot honestly remember you wearing a hat that wasn't like a knit Scully in the winter. I I don't know that I've ever seen you wear a hat. I uh, I collect hats. Okay. Oh, I see. There we go. Uh, uh, for like sports teams, I like. So no, sorry. No, no, no don't be sorry. Uh, boys, let's continue. Episode five ninety two, the one I am calling the American Tardis. And I'm calling okay. that. I'm calling that because of our first story of the day, which was the fact that the Bill and Ted trailer for the third movie dropped earlier today. Dropped. I want to say around maybe ten a.m. Give or take. Uh, yeah, I didn't so. get a chance to see it yet. So I, I, let me just say this much: the trailer is the way a trailer should fucking be. It is a it gives you a little bit of a taste, gives you a little bit of an idea that's going on, but it doesn't go over the top in terms of the details, in terms of spoilers. Right. It was maybe ballpark ninety seconds, give or take, and yeah. it was just enough. I don't need to see anything else. I mean, I'm, I was going to see the movie no matter how, what the trailer looked like, as long as it didn't right. look like the female Ghostbusters. And it was phenomenal. It was so good. And before you say anything, Kev, that, that trailer sucked when that, when, that, when that came out for that the movie. The trailer for the... Did you like the movie at all? The last Ghostbusters movie? No, no, no. Yeah, the female Ghostbusters Yeah, yeah I, didn't, I, didn't, the, I, didn't, the... I didn't like it. No, no, no. I, I, like, I don't think we've ever talked about that. That's it. I would like to. Yeah, yeah, we'll, discuss that yeah, we at just, some point. Yeah, we can definitely do that. Uh, but this was just enough. Gave you just like a, a joke here and there. Kind of sees the guys, um, and I'm hooked. And it's and I I, I wanted to just kind of emphasize how it also it plays out so perfectly off of the first two movies. Like it doesn't feel like a forced storyline. Uh, it feels like. This is not, I mean, yes, it's a, however you want to call it as a cash grab or they're looking to profit off of the franchise, but it just feels like a natural turn for the story to go. The Bill and Ted were supposed to write this song that was supposed to uh, uh, bring humanity together, which is, you know, considering what's going on in the news, it just is kind of a more, uh, uh, a stronger statement right now to kind of have that out there. And they haven't written it Poignant. Thank you. Uh, And they haven't written that song yet. And it's their struggle to try to finally get it together. And uh, it, it, it I don't flows. think it this right. is. Can I can I say this? Of course. I don't. Uh, now I haven't seen the trailer yet. Mm-hmm. I have never. I don't think I've ever considered this movie a cash grab. Well, some people you know, jump like, at it when there's that movie that comes back after 15, 20, 30 years, uh, for for no reason whatsoever. Okay, I, I get that. Let me give you a let me give you an example of a cash grab: Matrix Two and Three. That's fair. Total cash grab. That's fair. Matrix 4, I don't know if it's a cash grab yet mm-hmm. or not. Matrix 2 and 3, definitely a cash grab. Because anyone who's watched The Matrix knows that movie ended and there was no more story to tell. And then they said, 
fuck it. This movie was insane. We have to tell more story mm -hmm. and made two more movies and a bunch of animated ones. By the way, have you both ever seen the Animatrix? I've seen bits of it. Same, yeah, same here. I don't like... There's one I like. I don't like the other ones at all, really. Which one, one do you that like? Gives the sort of animated history of the Matrix, the animated history of the world. Okay. That's the one with the robots, like, trying to coexist. Yes. And, yeah, yeah, that yeah. one was cool. That one was amazing. And what a great lead-in to the first movie. Really, really phenomenal. Okay. All the rest of them I could take or leave, really. Um, but, yeah, anyway. So, yeah, that I think that's a better example. Matrix 2 and 3. That's totally fair. Definitely a cash grab. Yeah, that's totally fair. You know, I'll give you another one. Train Spotting 2. Not a cash grab. In fact, one of the most perfect sequels I've ever seen to anything. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Yeah. Um, really quickly, just to just to point out what some of the folks were saying uh, on our Geek Stuff TNG. Geek Stuff TNG. Perfect sequel to <laughs> Big Tesky. Uh, on Twitter, uh, at Derek in Ohio says, uh, they better not try to recast Rufus or put the sci-fi quote unquote. Oh, I just got a facelift move. Totally agree with Derek on that one. And on a box, uh, talked it was talking to me in the, our Discord service. Um, like he said, it feels like a, a natural progression uh, and looks good on the surface. Um, it, it feels like um, the, their their kids are getting ready to play, and it just it's the perfect nod to kind of continue with this third movie. Um, so, I mean, all, all in all, it seems like it's getting, uh, bless you, sir. Uh, seems like it's you, getting sorry. pretty good, uh, uh, reviews off the bat for a super teaser. I'm not even going to call it a trailer. Um, but sandwich, what did you think of the trailer? Cause I'd be interested for someone who wasn't, who I'm pretty, well, no, you weren't born. Someone who didn't see these movies <laughs> when they, when they first hit the scene. Have so, you seen the first two? I have seen them. It's okay. been a while. I need, I seeing this trailer made me say like, I need to go back and. Just rewatch it again for sure. Which now. is fair. Which like, is just fair for add it to movie. your list. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which we'll talk about that list soon. We'll talk about. Oh yes. Um, but very excited. I like you know, I as someone you know, my mother really likes these movies, so she's fucking overly ecstatic for Bill and Ted Three. Mm -hmm. So I was talking to her about it before the trailer came out. She was excited. So it's it's interesting for me as like a new generation nerd to like catch up on the nostalgia that my forefathers have enjoyed forefathers. uh <laughs> my forefathers you know. <laughs> well no like in all seriousness um you know i feel like it's hard to find a not, how do i say this okay i'm not a nerd because it's cool i don't give a shit about being cool i'm a nerd because i appreciate the culture it's become a point now where i feel like there's a lot of people who are posers okay you know like i so i feel like you know you're, there's you're, some things that you need you're to watch a geek you're a geek sir Nerd, nerd is the negative and yeah term geek is the identifying term that for for me uh those terms have become one because well, the, no well, one you in my generation it yeah. has not been used offensively as much oh really for lest, for lest kids you in forget, my generation lest you forget sir when you do something that i feel is shall you call me a say, fucking nerd questionable i say what you call me a fucking nerd. Right. So I'm just saying. I would self-identify as a geek, sir. And then nerd would be the negative connotation. And my don't, apologies. don't get me wrong. Have you yes. seen Revenge of the Nerds sandwich? Yes. Okay, <laughs> good. Because nerd. 
because in the speech at the end of that movie, when they're at the the bonfire or whatever, and uh, they give the speech where he says, "If you ever been called a dork or a geek or a, they try to marry all of those things together," and at the time. You know, everybody was underground, geek or not, or anything like that. Like, no one played D and D online. Well, there was yeah. no online, but no one play, No one. There's no like, public. No one was out at that time. Would never admit that he played D and D. Just using one, Joe Mangiello would never admit that he played D and D at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, we were all underground then, and so all I mean to say is that over the years, I think nerd has retained sort of its negative connotation where i think that geek has become the more identifiable because you could be a computer geek or you could be a comic book geek or you could be a stamp geek you know if you collect stamps yeah i guess if people still do that i don't even know if people still do that model railroad geek there's not a lot of those left so that's that's all i'm saying that's that's my feeling on it yeah so so anyway is there news yeah, there is. Or, a or was there more? I'm sorry, sandwich. Did you have more to say? I apologize. I want to apologize then for saying uh, nerd. If you think I need to offer you an apology, you can call the GVM <laughs> no! hotline 201-730-2547, and I'll publicly apologize to you using your name on air. Wow! On an episode of Geese FTNG going forward. Which, by Let's the way, make sure they have that number again. Uh, 201-730-2547. By the wow. way, if uh, we're still running the Name the Sandwich Mobile Contest, we are. Uh, we've gotten some lovely entries so far. Uh, there's still time to take part in the uh, in the contest. I think uh, we're going to play one of those voicemails later, right? We are. In we're theory. Gonna, we're, yes. we're, we're definitely going to do that in the commercial break. And uh, yes. by the way, just just quick side note, the, the reason I, I called the, the episode The American TARDIS is I heard that's how someone described the phone booth in the Bill and Ted trailer. As the American <laughs> yeah. TARDIS, and I'm like, that's that's just so appropriate, and I couldn't get it out of my head, so that's why I put that as the uh, as the yeah. Um, there was definitely that is definitely a nod to Doctor Who by whoever created Bill and Ted. So yeah, um, let's move on. Let's let's actually just talk really quickly on movies before we get into the heart of uh, the the one of the biggest stories of the the last week and a half or so. Um, and I want to talk about what we watched, and I want to bring this up because for I don't know how many months at this point we've been telling sandwich to watch escape from new york and the boys <laughs> and by golly he finally did it so sandwich yes escape from new york now let's take one of these at a time here yes exactly no okay. that's why that's why i'm saying wait do we want to do this now we should do this in segment two let's let's move through the news okay we can figure that that's fair enough we that's, can definitely that's do what it. i'd like to do okay that, the second segment a bit more open-ended no problem no problem uh all right, all right so our the big story that everyone is is has talked about is a little worried yeah, about yeah. is DC Jesus. DC Comics is cutting ties with Diamond Comic Distributors. Um, and this most is, people say, "Why should I care? Why should you care?" Okay, here's why you should care because there. If is, you read comics, if you don't read comics, you don't give a shit anyway. But, but, yeah, but, but let's be honest. There's there's also a deeper. You do. but there's also a deeper concern. In terms yes. of what it means for comic book stores. So, right. what does this mean? The meat, Now, here was the one good thing that um, I, I know from working in a comic book stores, and I know a few other people will say the same. The one good thing about uh, Diamond is that you can have your, your minimum order, you'll be able to get your shipments for free, and you'll be able to save a few bucks when you're, you're getting your inventory to sell to your customers, which is a really big... Uh, 
big thing for for retailers, for the mom and pop shops. So here's where there's right. questions. The questions are now are they going to have to spend astronomical amount astronomical amount of minimum orders to be able to try to get free shipping? Are they going to there's a lot of questions about how they're able to conduct business. Uh, with a new distributor. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that Diamond has been the answer for the longest time. In fact, I've said quite the opposite on the show and and off mic at the exact same time. So there's no woe is me for comics, uh, the comic uh, uh, distributor. For Diamond. Here, for Diamond. I'm yeah. super worried that we're going to, and on top of it, let's not forget that goddamn pandemic, but there is a lot of concern. I think there's going to be a number of comic book stores closing this year and 2020 is going to be is going to be looked at in the same way um there, there was the bust of the 90s i think it's going to be yeah. looked at in the exact same light and um and i i think this is just going to be a real bad hit and and i think you need to be people need to be worried about their local comic book stores i i don't i think, I think what it means for those stores is that there's going to be a lot less books oh, meaning yeah. that if you're a comic book retailer who orders, let's say you order 50 copies of this month's Batman and you have, you know, most comic stores have a service, you know, like a reserve service. And let's say you have 20 reserve customers for Batman, leaving you 30 copies uh, for people who just walk in the door who don't use the subscription service. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that number would be drastically reduced to something like five or 10. Yeah. And I think it would be totally appropriate uh, if that was the truth. You know, like, I think that's the way that they have to do it in order to maintain, you know, this. And then there's nothing they can do. What can they do? If they run out, they run out. That's it. That All that means to me is that uh, from a comic book retailer perspective, you need to have your reserve or your your whatever whatever however whatever you call the system reserves or uh, special orders or whatever mm -hmm. you need to have one of those with your comic book shop in order to guarantee that you get these books because you may not get them if you don't you know and I think that's the model moving forward that every comic book store needs to adapt yeah. So, and yeah. uh, just to address Will, Will says you can also be a pencil neck geek, uh, which I say you, you can't be a pencil neck geek unless you're wrestling classy Freddie Blassie in the, uh, the, the 19, what, 50s or 60s, or wrestling someone he managed in the 80s. So there, there you go. <laughs> there you go. And hi, Sarah. Sarah is... Uh, uh, Enjoying a free preview of what it's like to be a patron Ooh. on Geek Stuff TNG. Uh, so there we go. There we go. Um, to add on to, I will say that it's going to be for the diehard comic book collectors. Uh, I think it's going to be hard to try to get like that that rare book that maybe you don't know about until it hits the newsstand. Uh, perfect example that I can think of in recent memory: uh, Batman Dam Number One. It was really hard to get a hold of that book. Granted, it's because people made a big deal about, you know, Batarang. But that's just one example of how people may not be able to get their book unless they, autom like, kind of like to what, to Kev's point here, uh, unless they're, you know, religiously, but getting it every single month may not happen. And maybe this also means that it's going to be harder for, for them to get toys or get that Funko Pop 
that you hundred percent. Now I also don't hundred percent correct. Now I also don't. I'm also very curious about what it may mean for independent comic book companies that are are using Diamond. I'm, and I don't have an answer. I don't know if this Diamond's is not going away. Diamond's no. not going to go. So well, the knows? only one that's broke loose, if you will, mm-hmm. that's going to that new. The only one that I'm aware of, anyway, is DC. So if it's only DC that's moving over and everybody else is staying with Diamond, mm-hmm. despite Diamond's innumerable problems, DC books are the ones that potentially can suffer. No, that's not that's not what I mean to say. What I mean to say is people who read DC books could potentially suffer because they're the ones that are going to have to take the extra step to make sure that they get their books that they're reading on a monthly basis. Mm-hmm. But I also think it's the responsibility of comic book uh, retailers, comic shop owners, are just going to have to review and change a bit how they do business. I agree with, with you regards there. to ordering and so on and so on. So mm-hmm. I, I think I think in the long term this could be good for the comic book industry. Only don't get me wrong. Only in the sense of ordering and excess and those sorts of things people are just going to have to be committed to reading comic books comic book retailers are going to have to be committed to a reserve system or a hold system or whatever it's called in your store Mm -hmm. um and they're going to have to be religious with that which means if they have a hundred people that want uh let's say there was a batman number one let's say batman damned number one if a hundred people have a reserve box and a hundred people want Batman damn number one, then that retailer has to be committed to ordering a hundred because the people who have the reserves have to be committed to buying it. And then after that, it's really kind of a toss up on what they do with regards to people who just want to casually walk in the door and Mm -hmm. hope that they're able to get it. That's the risk. That's true. That's going to mostly apply to DC books. Mostly apply to DC books because of this move. I don't think that's really necessarily a bad thing. Maybe that's me. I just don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. So, yeah, well, no matter what, we're all going to wait and see. It's just, it's kind of crazy how all this change is happening uh, roughly at the exact same time. Um, you know, and hopefully also they can, comic book uh, com- uh, retailers are able to get back on the, the con uh, circuit. Because obviously those kind of those kind of trips are, are huge, oh, huge yeah. opportunities for them for obvious reasons, uh, whether it's to push a high end book just to get their name out there, uh, whatever the case may be. So lots of, on that lots front, of mm-hmm. on that front, speaking of cons, yes. still no word that celebration has been canceled. Really? It's yeah. Aren't we and like um, two months away at this point? I, I mean, less. I. I there's no, the, the governor of California said no gatherings like that will uh, will happen for the rest of the year. And I am almost 100% sure the New York governor said the same thing. But bills went out to, um, uh, for New York Comic Con, space bills went out. So I don't know. I, I, I am like... I don't have any official word on this from Reed. Reed Pop runs both of those, runs Celebration, runs New York Comic Con. I don't have any official word or anything. I haven't heard anything about what their stance is regarding both of these shows, but I think it's really interesting that they, you know, that 
well, first of all, that we're not really getting any news, but second of all, that even despite the fact that the governors of both of those states have said no, there's no uh, statement from them saying, you know, whatever. So, yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, my uh, I know the only other con I was going to be going to was the horror con in Atlantic City. That got pushed from May, and now it's September. I want to say, but I mean, t- honestly, mm. I don't. I kind of don't want to go right now just to play it safe. But that that's a whole other thing. Um, Are you just? Is that just part of the line that you're using to keep sandwich out of your house? I mean, it's <laughs> more like a, a nice benefit, to be honest with you, like a cherry on top of the. Sunday. I see. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thanks, bud. Wow. Yeah, no, I I've made this clear before. Uh moving on. Um Fuck this you. is this is kind of a we already knew about this, but what the hell? Uh John Favreau reveals that Mandalorian season two is on track for October. We kind of yes. knew this, but you know what? There's something kind of extra reassuring, kind of hearing it from him to make sure that everything's gonna be going off okay. And uh yeah, I mean that's good. That's it. It's kind of done. Listen to me when I tell you this. Yes. If you have not watched Gallery on Disney Plus yet, which is the series that is kind of making The Mandalorian. Okay. Uh It's kind of the making of The Mandalorian. And there's like weekly episodes and they cover different topics. It's mind blowing. The technology they're using is mind blowing. I mean, you, you've got to, I mean, you just have to, you have to watch it. It's really amazing. So just wanted to put that out there. I was blown away by this week's. I was blown away by all of them, but I was really blown away by this week's. So there you go. Cool. Um, nice. This is where just kind of a note to put on people's radar. Uh, but on Thursday, June 11th, uh, 1 PM Pacific time, Sony is going to be unveiling news for its PlayStation 5 uh, and dun, what dun, you're going to get. Obviously, everything's still speculation. Uh, it was canceled earlier because of the whole, you know, pandemic thing that was happening around the world. Uh, but well, just to kind of here's put that one on speculation. Your radar, yes. The one thing that's, I'm sorry, no, I don't mean on, to interrupt go you. On, sir. I do it all the time. I apologize. Okay. Um, it, it, here's one speculation. Uh, word on the street is not backwards compatible. Really? Yep. That's one of the things that's going around is that it may not be backwards compatible and they will use they will use the excuse of we're making, you know, this is it's like a brand new platform where we we want people to play the most up-to-date and brilliant games and la 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 and and basically fuck you if you like old games because we're not so, having it. So So what it is is what they're definitely going to do is say, for instance, they're going to do like Red Dead 2 Remastered or whatever on PlayStation 5. They're going to sell it to you for 60 bucks and you'd be like, look at the new graphics, PS4, PS5. And yeah, like, ooh, look, the trees look even treeier now. Wow, look, the sun is even cooler. Treeier? The point of the, the point of what I'm trying to say, I, the tree was a bad and I just tried to roll past it. Um, <laughs> This is a thing they do every time they update a game. The perfect example is Skyrim. Elder Scrolls Skyrim. That game has been released like at least five separate times since it came out in like 08, 
or 2010, whatever the hell it came out, five separate times because they don't want to do like, you know, oh, backwards compatible. Let's just keep remastering it. And fucking people will just buy it because they're like, oh, they're not going to backwards it. But look, it's a remastered version. And then in Mm. two years, it's the remastered ultimate edition. Fucking greedy game companies fucking suck. Pardon my French. But how do you really feel, though, Sandwich? How do you really feel? Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. Will also <laughs> uh, wants to know. Will says, the sun is cooler. Is the world ending? The more you know. <laughs> I think I think Sandwich meant the sun would look cooler. I mean, cooler like in better, not cooler like in colder. Yeah. I realized my analogies were shit. That's okay, buddy. Sorry. That's okay. Well, they uh, were entertaining. That That is very true. Thanks. Uh, so yeah, so, so put that on your radar if you uh, if you care about what's coming out. Uh, which have they said anything about like an Xbox? Uh, that nope. That console looking through the or the tower, the computer tower looking thing. Yeah, the the Xbox Alexa. I don't know what the, I don't know what the the latest is on that. You know, because of the whole pandemic. So yeah, yeah, I haven't heard anything. I mean, I've been watching the skies, but I haven't really heard anything. Yeah, so, so we'll be on the lookout. Uh, moving yes. along. Um, it's funny because this falls into my wheelhouse perfectly, but I almost don't care. Bruce Campbell mm-hmm. confirms that a new Evil Dead film is in the works. Uh, he told Empire, saying that uh, we're just getting off the phone with Lee Cronin, who is writing and directing the next film. Uh, it's called Evil Dead Now. Sam handpicked Lee. Um, he did a cool movie called The Hole in the Ground. We're going to get the, uh, the sucker out as soon as practical. Uh, he the also... only thing mm-hmm. I don't like about this is that it's not Sam Raimi. True. Uh, he And Campbell also emphasized that he will not be reprising his role as Ash Williams, which we knew about that. He, he was, and he, now, he's been done with it. I don't like that either. Dude, I don't think I knew I'm that. I'm done, man. Like, like, like the, show was, <laughs> the show was good. I wish there was a little bit more of the show because I'm greedy. Um you know, it kind of it bounced off as well as it could without having the rights to Army of Darkness. I'm good. Like I, I the the remake that they had of Evil Dead Two a few years ago, um, you know, it was okay for what it was. Not very memorable, but I thought it was entertaining at least for like a one off. But like, I'm good. We're done. We don't need to to continue with this. But again, it's one of the biggest horror movies of that time, so I kind of understand but- why they're trying to keep it going in some capacity. Yeah. But hold your hats, Monty. Yeah. Sandwich. Yeah. Have you ever seen the Evil Dead movies? Uh, this is my boomstick. Have you seen that one? Yes. You saw Army of okay. Darkness. I don't know which one it is. That's Army of Darkness. The best okay. one. Army of Darkness. So you're fine. Okay. Okay. Um, they kind of recap the first two in the first five minutes of that movie, so you're kind of okay. I, you know, I let you, that slide. You know what it is honestly. for me as as a I, I saw it when I was, like, young. Uh, and to this day, I don't like horror too much. And for some reason, the first two looked too horror-y for me. They're but hysterical. Army, but Army of Darkness, to me, looks a lot more, like, thriller kind it's of... It's dark comedy. It's dark comedy. It's yeah, not it's, even horror. So, it's dark comedy. So, yeah, they all uh, are. When I was younger, I could handle it more. So I'd watched Army of Darkness a couple times. I feel like there's a weird dynamic in movies where we talked about in the beginning. You know, like, Bill and Ted 3 makes sense. You know? Star Wars episode 15 that we're on right now, or whatever, <laughs> you know, they've made 20 episodes Nine. to some degree. I, I know, but I'm saying they've made Rogue One and Han Solo and, so and 11. Theory. 11. 
the number d- d- was irrelevant. That made sense to some degree because there's stuff to explore. What are we exploring with a new Evil Dead movie? Like, what is see like for, for me? For me, I'll say this much: one of the main reasons I always liked Evil Dead, besides, and I'm just talking strictly the storyline. I, I love the way it was shot and some of the effects in that movie. Uh, but there were so many questions that just weren't answered. There were so many, so many other aspects. There's so many angles that they could have ventured down and they didn't more of a, not that they omitted it, but it was more of a, like it led to be kind of suspenseful. And I liked that a lot. So I, I, that's why I'm kind of, I'm good. Like I don't really need to have any more and I'm good at just leaving it at that, uh, uh, at the same time. So yeah, that's it. That's all. That's all I got. You know, on on a quick side note, there was a Kevin Bacon horror movie that, um, uh, it's coming out. The tra- uh, ironically enough, the trailer dropped today for that as well. I believe um, it was like a four and a half minute, four four and a half minute trailer. I'm trying to remember the damn name of it. <laughs> oh, so you watched the fr- you watched like all the movie basically. They they pretty much Star told- of Echoes Ten. They pretty much told you what the movie premise was. Like I really like, as I'm watching, I'm like, oh, I, I really want to see this movie. I watched the whole movie then, and it, I, I I feel like I kind of watched the movie. Like it showed you what the twist was at one point. That, People that, know that's a thing at this point, right? Like they understand if you're doing a trailer past two minutes max, you're just showing me the movie and you're losing my money. Yeah, like before, yeah. I was like, I don't know how they're going to do it, you know, because of you know a new pandemic movie. So I don't know if it was just going to be like for for on demand or whatever the case may be. But I'm like, oh, I want to watch this. And then as the movie finished, I'm like, I or the trailer finished, I'm like, yeah, the, no, the movie, no, that, no, the movie. I'm like, no, that. I'm kind of good now. Now I don't want to give you my money. So that that kind of sucks. I felt all the twists and turns. I felt the suspense. That's basically what happened. That's it. Very unfortunate. Um, so real quick side note, boys. I, I thought this was a hysterical article. Sandwich, I know you're looking at the article. So actually, I'll just keep, I'll, I'll focus this at Kev. Kev, so far with the short lifespan of HBO Max, what do, uh-huh. you, what do you think is the most popular show so far? Well, the most popular show uh, to me is um, The Big Bang Theory. Okay. And I am also watching Love Life with Anna Kendrick. But what which are I people think is a really watching? Really good show. But what are people watching the most? Oh, since since the since the Rick and name? Morty. Is that your final answer, sir? That's my final answer. Looney Tunes cartoons. Bam, bam, bam. Um. Hmm. Okay. I just thought that was real impressive. <laughs> I, I mean, I, uh, I guess I wish they would just dump them and put them all on there. I would, I like I said, like I want to know what old school stuff is on there uh, to be able to, you know, beca- um, because they're shorts, they could, and they own all of them. They could literally put up every Warner Brothers short ever. I mean, they could divide it into groups or whatever. They could do that, and you'd be able to pick. But I think the way that they have it laid out is kind of like, well, there's a, here's a half hour worth or whatever the time frame is, and these are the three episodes in it or, or the three shorts in it, something like that. Mm-hmm. I honestly haven't explored it that much. I'm not surprised by that because kids. So, I mean, that doesn't surprise me really, but um, yeah, I get it. All right. Uh, boys, we have a little bit of breaking news actually, just to kind of hit on. Uh, oh, breaking oh, news! Yeah, play the breaking news stinger. We we have a breaking news stinger. I, I honestly don't remember if we do or we don't. Breaking news! Breaking news! Breaking news! I'll Go. put this. I'll put the spoiler alert. That's good enough. That's not. We're not spoiling anything. It's uh, news. That's, but it sounds alerty. Whatever. Uh, AMC theaters. Oh, alerty. AMC plans to reopen its theaters now in July. 
Um, this AMC is the world's largest movie theater owner. Uh, announced that it's going to open uh, about a thousand theaters around the world uh, come next month. Uh, they have been closed um, since March 17th because of the global pandemic. Uh, but they said they are going to be open globally come July. No exact date. One would imagine that they're trying to get it for uh, the beginning of the month. Uh, from a quote from AMC, they said, uh, the company is looking forward to welcoming guests to its theaters as soon as, as it is safe and wise to do so, uh, as well as being uh, permissible under local state law uh, and federal government guidelines, according to AMC. Um, so there you go. So your local movie theater, or the biggest movie theater that's probably close to you, um, yeah. is getting ready to try to open its doors uh, following whatever the government says in the in your specific area. So what are they you. putting in the in the rooms? What are they playing? What they had before the pandemic happened? Old movies? Probably like, stuff that's been probably uh, well, been sitting Widow. there. Well, let, let's let's see this way. They they have they have a month to figure out exactly uh, what they're what really they're going to be simple. releasing. It's really simple. Anything that was due to come out in late March, April, or May mm-hmm. is done. It just hasn't been put in the theater yet. So what they'll probably do is just push that schedule forward by so many months. But that may not be and, their. You know, maybe that's not their say though. Maybe that goes back to the the the, the movie companies. Maybe since it's such. I mean, we're not talking about a week. We're talking about months at this point. So yeah, you know, maybe it goes way up the the, the food chain. Instead what of, I mean to say is, what I mean to say is though, is it's not like they don't have anything. Oh, they, yeah. they oh they'll have there yeah, are movies have that were ready to go in those months. Mm-hmm. It just didn't happen. Black Widow again, another example. So like, and who isn't chomping at the bit to see that movie? I am. I really want to see that movie because my Marvel, you know, kind of fix. Hasn't been, you know, scratched in a while, and I, I, I need that Marvel movie. So I got you. I would imagine, and, and this is just total assumptions right here. Uh, I imagine what they're going to do is, since everything is assigned seating, anyways, maybe they have it set up where uh, only a certain amount of, like, if you go as one group, maybe you're only allowed to take you. You could take up one full row. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they're going to do like, uh, you know, if someone sits here, only these other seats are available to kind of. Uh, place it around I, I, I everybody, think, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the way. I think the way is because everything is computerized, mm-hmm. right? Let's say you know, let's say you, Sandwich, and I are going to a movie, right? Mm-hmm. We yeah. we buy three tickets. Now I imagine this is the way it would go. We buy three tickets. Let's say we're the first people to buy those tickets, right? And we put them in the middle of a row together, three of us. Mm-hmm. Well, what I imagine is that they have adjusted their program so now the seats next to us are empty. So that's what I'm thinking. I mean, it makes sense, you know, just to try to make it yeah. to work in some capacity. Um, so also kind of going along with the story uh, and Ked, this kind of goes with the, you're saying you need to have more, more Marvel in your life. Uh, yes. The governor of California announced that TV and film production can restart June 12th. So that would be Friday. Five, yeah. Yeah. Believe Friday. Uh, probably it's going to be the same thing. Slow rollout. Make sure everything right. is done carefully. Uh, I'm sure, because uh, we're also talking about, in this case, union jobs. So I'm sure there's going to be right. a lot of oversight to make sure that certain uh, rules and guidelines are specifically followed. 
Yes. Uh, not not to say that this is all going to get, you know, go back to normal by by Monday, but this is a start to just kind of get the ball rolling so we can try to have some normalcy and have uh, a pre-pandemic life back. Right. Very good. You know, that's good news. Some good news. Absolutely damn good news. Um, boys, we're pretty far into the show right now. Do we, uh, you guys ready to take a break? Yeah, yeah. let's do it. With that big, and with Kev. that, Mr. Mr. Mayhem, Mr. Sandwich, we will take our first and only break, which I am very excited for today. <laughs> uh, on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 200 and no, 500 and <laughs> 592 something. 592, the one we're calling American TARDIS. After these messages, we'll be right back. Monty, where are you getting your comics? From Gotham Comics at GothamComicsNJ.com. Do you know a store doing curbside during this pandemic? Yeah, man. Gotham Comics at GothamComicsNJ.com. But, Lo, what if I don't live nearby? Do you know a store that'll ship my books? Yes, Young Sandwich, at Gotham Comics, which is GothamComicsNJ.com. What about toys, back issues, trades, statues, D&D merch? Yes, yes, and yes. Gotham Comics, whose eBay store is GothamComicsNJ. But, Monty, what if I have questions? Will they answer me on Facebook? Yes, again, just search for Gotham Comics. All right, I get it. You can get basically everything you need at GothamComicsNJ.com or its eBay store, Gotham Comics NJ. But what's your favorite comic book location? Oh, dude, the Savage Land, for sure. Wait, really? Not Gotham City? Why? Bro, dinosaurs. Go to GothamComicsNJ.com for the latest books, vintage items on its eBay store, which is Gotham Comics NJ, or hit them up on Facebook for random collectibles at Gotham Comics. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. Hi guys, it's Anabox. Um, just starting to listen to the show and Sandwich said to name his car. So I think that you guys should call it the doggy bag. Talk to you later. Bye. What the fuck was that? Your sister has turned into a zombie. Hey gang, this is Bruce Campbell, and you are listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Ha ha! Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Go fuck yourself. What the fuck was that? It's the Evil Dead! And we are back with this episode, episode 592 of Geeks of TNG, the one we're calling The American TARDIS. And boys, that was, that was a hell of a commercial break right there for so many reasons. Uh, oh, yeah. If you aren't floored by that commercial <laughs> done by Mr. Monty and the Sandwich, you, you, there's something wrong with you. Because that was hysterical. I mean, it was really, really fun. I mean, it was so... For those of you who have been listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff for a long time, that was classic me and OG commercial making <laughs> right there. So bravo <laughs> to both of you on that. And like I said, it was really sandwiched. I just gave him like a little bit of direction as we were halfway through the script, and he just, boom, he ran with it. And it was... The hardest part was trying not to laugh so I could continue with what I had to say. So there were a lot of those takes 
Speaking uh, of speaking of sandwich, yes. strap in yeah. because here it comes. Oh. What? You know that thing you do after oh. the commercial, sir? No, oh, remember, I thought remember, we're going. We're, yes, yes, yes. Be careful. We're going. You're going out of order, sir. Because if you remember, I said that I'm going to talk oh, about thanks. Gotham Comics first before we talk about that lovely, lovely Star Wars commercial at the exact same time. Oh, so boys, all you need to do is go to GothamComicsNJ.com or check out the eBay store, and you'll be able to get your new books, get some vintage toys if you want. You can get your your D and D merch, which Sandwich has to have, or else he's going to be very upset. So, <laughs> so, what is this? Is this additional information that isn't in the ad? I'm emphasizing the awesomeness of 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 our sponsors. I think the commercial says it all. Oh, sir. does it now? Does it? Well, thank yeah. you, thank you and for your compliments. We the reason we have the Sandwich doing uh, this bit for Build X Wing is because. There isn't information in the Build X-Wing spot that people need to know. Oh, well, fine. I'm happy that I know this now. Sandwich. Go. All right, folks. Uh, <laughs> during the commercial break, you heard a lovely little sponsor from our friends over at Build X-Wing. Build X-Wing, which is home to the one and only 118 scale X-Wing on the market, which is great for your three and three quarter figures. It's a great piece for collector guys and diorama guys and people who just like things in scale. It's fully detailed and fully realized. Ooh. Comes in many fabulous features, like places <laughs> for the bombs to go. The ship has working lights. R2-D2 goes boop, bop, and even a beep. And the X-Fill is open into attack position. We here at Geese of TNG always highlight the Deluxe Edition, which comes with working landing lights, static figures, uh, little people movers, ooh, and the static Luke Skywalker for the cockpit. It also comes with many fabulous magazine guides, which gives interesting source material and background knowledge, and a nice little binder to bind it together and display on your shelf in your lovely abode. Time to hop into my uh, my You're little bit stolen from Big Kev himself, my good friend who I adore at all times. Um, where you're gonna go? You're gonna go to a convention with your friends, you know, once the pandemic is over and once once the world opens up again, and you're gonna see a beautiful X-wing displayed somewhere, and you're gonna say, "Holy shit!" That's a beautiful X-Wing. You know, I've been wanting to get into uh, some relatively good-sized X-Wings. A lot of them that have been put out on the market never really fit well with the figures that you collect. You know, three and three-quarter figures, you're going to need something to scale. And this X-Wing is to scale. And you're going to walk over to the guy and say, Hey, bud, how much does that X-Wing run for? And he's going to throw a number at you. And that's going to you know throw you back a little bit because you didn't expect that much. And, you know, you can't afford that right now. The pandemic kicked your ass. It's kicking the world ass right now. What Build X-Wing does is it gives you an affordable way to get that X-Wing of your dreams in your home right now. If you want to reach them, they're at buildxwing.com. But if you want to reach your telephone, they're at 877-544-6779. Huzzah. Very well done. I just got an idea for next week um, that I'm going to only tell Nick about. After we're done with the show. Oh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, well, this we all, is going to be a good one. We also, need to talk like ab- we also need to talk about that lovely voicemail that Anabox left us. Yes. Thank you, Anabox. I'm a fan. I think I'm it's funny. I just don't understand where he's going with it. So, and here, I'm about to say words. No one on the planet uh, thought they'd ever hear me say, which was, 
on a box, could you call back <laughs> to the GVM line and explain? Is he having a stroke? His answer. <laughs> he probably is having one now if he's hearing this. Uh, but it, or you could are you for call asking. back to GVM line and explain the origin or or wh- why this name came to mind. I'm just really curious because I tried to put it together and I'm like, well, if you've never eaten with sandwich. There are no doggy bags, sir. <laughs> no food leaves the restaurant ever. So You're that's wrong. so mm, I don't I don't know. I'm just I'm really curious. And I also want to thank other people as well who have who have uh, uh, submitted names. But that contest, yes, that contest will continue. Um, and uh, you know what else will continue is the free preview of uh, the Petrayan. Uh, video feed that you may be checking out right now that will continue until the end of June. And then that's it. You got to get on the train to be, be in it. Waka waka. And really quickly, Uh, boys, really quickly, guys, I just want to mention it because we're going to forget it. Uh, One Uh is pimp out uh, American president's action figure collection. Oh yeah. Over on Kickstarter, which now as of Tuesday night has 25 days to go for you to get your 118th scale action figure collection set. Where where are they at? They are at $23,801 with a okay, goal Okay, so of still 60, a little 000. bit to go. Yeah. They're almost at the halfway mark. All righty. They're getting there. Yep. They're getting All right, so there. Kev, hey, uh... hey, listen, if I go mute here for a second, don't think anything of it. It just started raining here, and it might get really loud. So No problem. I'll pop in and out as I can. All righty. We're going to say sandwich. Oh, no. I thought Kevin was gonna was in the middle of talking about oh, okay. something that he wanted to do. But it's fine. Well, sandwich, listen. What was I What was I saying I wanted to do? I thought you were going to wish a happy birthday to someone. Oh, thank you for reminding me. I totally forgot. <laughs> I forgot to. Yes, I do. I do want to wish a happy birthday to Christy Morris's husband. Uh, happy birthday. To Christy Morris's husband. And yes, and check out Christy's podcast, Sabres and Spells, um, which is just lovely. And you should definitely check it out. I think the husband does one too, but I always forget what it is. I feel really bad about it. And I'm I'm gonna have to have him call in or have him join the show or something like that in order to to plug himself. The GVM hotline really bad about it. You need to call the GVM hotline at 201-730-2547. That hotline do that. He seems, could do that. Seems like it. Um, now, listen, boys. The, the main reason, really, we sat down to record today's podcast, the reason why we left ample time into the show was so we can talk about some of the movies and the shows that we're watching. More importantly, what Sandwich thought about Escape from New York. Because I, I don't remember <laughs> the exact... in, folks. I don't remember the exact do you, date, but I want to say, Sandwich, you texted us, what, was it last Thursday? Saying Wednesday you, or Thursday. Wednesday or Thursday. I don't know which one. And as soon as you said, like, hey, I finally watched it, my response was, save it for the show. Yeah, and I'm good that you had the wherewithal to do that because I wanted to know at that moment. (laughs) Exactly. and and Everything that he thought about it, and I couldn't. You responded with a fine, knowing that it was the right answer, but you you were frustrated. So, Sandwich, please. It wasn't what I I wanted. before, Before we do Escape from New York, I watched something else. I feel like it'll be a quicker talk okay. to do that real quick. All right. Oh, so I finally uh, watched the boys 
between uh, last week's episode and this week's episode. Alrighty. Right? I was not disappointed at all. I actually really, really liked it. Um, it's one of the few cases, I feel, where there was a deviation to the comic in some things, but it didn't take away from the story for me. I'm kind of a stickler for like sticking to the story as much as you can. Uh, but I really liked the boys on uh, Amazon. It was awesome. I think the casting was great. Uh, the storytelling was awesome. The gore was excellent. <laughs> and for any of you like me who has been waiting to watch the boys for some reason or you know, just hasn't gotten around to doing it, get around to doing it as soon as possible. It was an excellent show. Uh, read the comic, too. It's a good comic. <laughs> have you read the book? I have read bits online here and there, okay. but I want to sit down and maybe I'll discuss this with Retailer X and then semi-near future about picking up some trades. From, yes, uh, we're doing it. There we're are plenty of them. Yeah. They've reprinted it a bunch, so or, you shouldn't have any you know, problem. Retailer X, we also have a Gotham Comics at GothamComicsNJ.com. Uh, <laughs> All right, already. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> I, I watched something else over uh, the week. Yes, I, I'm. I, I'm. I'm. I'm not hesitant, but like I'm afraid to say words because I don't know how it's going to react. How don't you two worry. are going to react? You just, just be honest. Don't worry. You have six thousand miles of distance right now. <laughs> right now. Go on. Don't, I want to preface. I don't. It's a good movie. I liked it a lot. I appreciate it. There are some things, personally as me, maybe because I feel like a lot of action movies ended up being based off this in some degrees, I felt like there were some cliches that when this movie came out, it was probably cool, but it kind of stuck out to me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, this movie came out in what year? It was 81? I was going to guess 83 off the top of my head. I think it's 82. 82? I think. Okay. I can't look it up right now, but I, but, I think so, it's 82. <laughs> It was an excellent movie. I liked it a lot. I'm glad I got to watch it. <laughs> it's just in the movie they kept saying, "Snake, I thought you were dead." Snake, I thought you were dead. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm like, I feel like I've heard that exact same statement. So and so, I thought you were dead, like a thousand different ways in a thousand different movies. Okay. So I was wondering, like, is this the origin of that? Or <laughs> yes, <laughs> probably not. Honestly, it probably isn't the origin of it. I can't say what the origin. That's called a running gag. That I can't <laughs> say what the origin of that particular. I thought I heard you were dead. Uh-huh. I just think it's never been used better than than in that movie. No, yeah, it was excellent. Um, I also, I, I had no problem with it. I I always don't like when movies date when things are the future, the far flung future. Of, I think it was like ninety seven. It was ninety seven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the far flung future. Um. I don't hate that. It's just always funny to me to see. Uh, but you like the, the you the, like the Bill and Ted trailer though at the same time. So yeah, okay, yeah. Go on, go on. Uh, overall, I thought it was great. Snake Plissken looks awesome. I'm super excited to watch Escape from L.A. I've only heard good things. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean you should watch it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, why not? You should watch it because anything with Kurt Russell and as Snake Plissken, anything. Uh, in, in that regard, you should watch. Um, but it, you know, it is not what you would call good, really, <laughs> it's a fair uh, at all. Overall, what when I look at uh, Skip from New York, it's definitely a movie I like. It's on TV. I'm definitely gonna watch it. I might not search for it 
in the future, in the near future, you know, maybe in a couple of years and I want to watch it again. It's um, important I've, for you I, to have seen it as a foundation film. Yeah. That's that's the way I like I, it. I, that's, I'm, that's I'm, a good way there are movies it. you should see. Whether yeah. you end up liking them or not, in the end, you should see them. That's one I'm, of them. I feel like if I was around when Escape from New York was out, or if I had caught it at least in the first couple years of when it came out, I probably not that I don't like it. Don't misunderstand my words that I don't like it. I really like the movie, but I feel like my enjoyment of it would have been. It doesn't have the same impact on you the way it does for, yeah. for the older kids in the room, is what you're saying. Yeah, which, yeah, it's how do I explain this? You know, it's not my generation, so I mm-hmm. appreciate it and I like it, but you know, I can't like relate to like the same nostalgia that some of the older people in the culture might appreciate it. Do you like The Wizard of Oz? I do like The Wizard of Oz, but I don't appreciate it as 39. But I don't appreciate it as much as some of the older people in my family who absolutely love that movie, actually. And the entire basement at my grandma's house was all Wizard of Oz merch. I think okay. I, I think this actually may sandwich in all seriousness. I think this yeah. also might be one of those things where, first of all, I was actually thinking about getting the Blu-ray of the movie, which I still may if I can get like a nice collector's uh, box. Uh, or yeah. said, even though I know you're not a fan of those. But anywho, um, I don't think I that think there is one. There, I uh, I could have sworn I saw something in passing when I was looking at a, on a website. But I, we'll, there might be a Blu-ray version, but I mean, as far as a collector's one, like I don't a, think like so. A steel, like a steel box, it. like those like steel tin boxes. Oh, like, uh, maybe. I thought I saw something. Anywho, um, I think that might be one of those movies where it might be worth kind of looking at like a, a commentary or making of something like that. Like that might give you like a little bit more insight, give you some more notes about the movie that might make it a little bit of uh interesting uh perhaps perhaps so there's that at least so mm-hmm. for me this is gonna sound this is the best analogy i can make it it might not make sense to people Go uh on. you might not agree with me Go on. but i feel like you guys feel the way about escape from new york it's not really even the same genre as i feel about the, the james cameron avatar movie okay like i really fucking love that, that movie but I hmm. feel like, you know, like my brother, when he grows up, he won't appreciate it as much because it wasn't, you know, Avatar came out when I was 10, basically. So for me, it was like, oh, wow, this is fucking incredible, which I imagine was a similar feeling that some people got when they watched Escape from New York. The idea is where, you know, nerd culture now, this is what's going on. Like mm-hmm. Avatar is my Escape from New York. I'll watch fucking Avatar whenever it's on TV. I will look for it whenever the fuck I can, and I appreciate it. Wow, who knew, so, Monty, that Sandwich was an avatar Oh, that's not nice. That's not oh. nice. That is the term! That is not nice. That is the term for fans of the Avatar. Of avatar. Okay. It's the Avatars. I'm not even making that up. Look it up. I'll just I'll just take your word for it, sir. They call themselves that. Okay. I'm okay, not then. gonna call myself I that, but that. <laughs> all right, fine, fair enough. I didn't come up with that. Uh let it's me like fi- Cumber- it's like it's like female fans of Benedict Cumberbatch. You know what they're called? Are they called cummies? Cumber bitches. Jesus fucking I'm Christ. not even making that up. I know you're not. That's how ho- <sighs> final conclusion for me. Uh, Escape from New York. <laughs> Excellent movie. Uh, for those of you who were like me and maybe haven't watched it or maybe even have watched it in a while, give it a watch. It's a good movie. There you go. Um, the idea is cool. If they didn't date it, I feel like I would have liked it a little more. I don't know. I always right. don't like uh, dating in movies. Okay. Um, 
want to hit on some things that I watched really quickly. Uh, if I didn't really emphasize it, uh, I've watched more of Apple's Amazing Stories. God damn, it's good. God damn, that show is good. I just. I watched- wish there was a way. I wish there was a way to pirate. Uh, to to pirate the Apple TV like that, but there isn't. Yeah. So. You know, Apple's the only one that's fully secure because you need your Apple ID and, and no an Apple TV in order to do it. Yeah, no one's doing that. So, I don't know. I, I really want to see Amazing Stories. I'll be honest with you. And the more you talk about it, the more I want to see it. But It is you know, the right I'm, combination of a, a standalone uh, sci-fi story and uh, drama of some capacity, whether it's uh, a, love, a love story, uh, a family story. Uh, being there for your friends, like that kind of situation. Like it is the right balance to kind of like have that happy medium. Uh, I think to, if you have a significant other who doesn't really care for, for uh, um, you know, highly crazy sci-fi type shows, this is just like that. Oh, you're pulling medium. the curtain back. No, no, no. There's no curtain. There's no, no curtains being pulled back. But by the way, it's just the, like the original in that regard then, because that's exactly the way the original. And it's was. very well done so far. I'm very happy with it. Um, and also, which I picked up from Grindhouse Horror, this is the uh, Tampa um, Horror uh, video store that I, I shop frequently at. And actually, then maybe it's worth talking to them about sponsorship. Uh, but uh, I picked up Sleepaway Camp on Blu-ray and also Ooh, ah. Ice Cream Man on Blu-ray as well. You got Ice Cream Man? Ice Cream Man with Clint Howard. And wow. it's just phenomenal. And the best part wow. is, as the special features, they had it with uh, Joe Bob Briggs. Uh, from when he was doing old Monster Vision, and it was him kind of like going in between the show, uh, introducing, coming back in and out of the segments with Clint Howard. So that was just phenomenal. And uh, sandwich, it's not scary, but I think you would find it adorable. And 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 say you can you know trust it so you can say I watched a horror movie. Um, also, <laughs> Sleepaway Camp. Mom, I did it. Sleepaway Camp, which I believe is a 1981 or 1982 horror movie. Um, yeah, it's that era. Yep, it is. Uh, I never watched it before. I've heard about it. I finally sat down to watch it. Great twist ending. Really fucked up. Like I had to re like the squeeze, and I had to go back and rewatch it to make see what we you know to to actually comprehend what we saw. And it took a while before I actually got like hitting into the credits. Like, oh, okay, I see what what happened now. And it was really really good writing. Um. I think there's two, at least two other sequels. I I want to say I thought I saw. Mm, yeah, which I'm good. Something I, like yeah, that. Yeah, that's that's good. I, I, there's a lot of other stuff I, I want to try to catch up while we're still in the pandemic. Uh, but if you're a horror fan, it's absolutely worth watching Sleepaway Camp. Just make sure you don't have kids in the room. Uh, Interesting. At, at the exact same time. Uh, but it's a really good movie. It's a really good, really good horror movie. Um, and by the way, as a quick side note, but as, as we're starting to wrap things up, boys. So. Um, I had a nice picture frame from when I got to meet uh, Michael J. Fox at a Philadelphia nice. show from a few years ago. Finally had it framed up. And the squeeze told me that she's, she's never seen Back to the Future. Oh, oh, you're a shitty boyfriend. I am. Apparently. You so, are a shitty, shitty boyfriend. So that's what we're going to, that's what I'm going to watch after the show. I'm, I'm, you know, I'll post this on Patreon. One, two, and three. Are we going to binge? Oh, we're binging, sir. We're binging. I, uh, uh, I have been rewatching uh, the Big Bang Theory uh, from top to bottom. Okay, it's a great show. It I is. forgot how good eh. the show actually was. It so is a good show. That's really great. It really is. Um, I'm big on it. 
And I, I always mention the stuff I'm watching, so everyone knows what I'm watching. Yeah. But uh, I did check out Shutter. Someone let me uh, use their Shutter. Oh, that's account. nice of them. Yeah, that's great. It of them. is. Yeah, Shutter. I actually, <laughs> I didn't even do anything wrong there. Why are you using the sandwich or something wrong voice? <laughs> it's not. Oh, this isn't about you or or about Monty. It's really about the service. Yeah. Kind of like. I want to watch. Don't get me wrong. There's a there's there's a documentary series about Friday the Thirteenth on there that I definitely want to watch. Yep, I actually uh, they just um, posted that this week. I actually, I think it was this week. I want to yeah. watch that for sure too. I want to watch that because that I mean those are my uh, of the slasher films. Those are my favorite by far. Um, uh, but you know, and I I went through kind of a bunch of different things just to see what they had and. There's a couple things here and there that I want to check out, but generally speaking, didn't have a lot of interest for me. You should check but, out the Tom Savini documentary. That's another one that I wanted to check out was a Tom Savini documentary. Mm-hmm, Only like because I hope to God they talk about Night Riders in it. I can't remember now. Which is my favorite. That's like, it's, uh, didn't I tell you about this? It's kind of like, uh, what's the right, uh, what's the right description? It's like a Renaissance fair, but they use motorcycles. Instead of horses. <laughs> yeah, we talk. We no, we no talk I'm not even joking. No sandwich. You know what, sandwich? You know what? This brings up an excellent point, sandwich. I want you to get a notepad, right? Little notepad, probably forty nine cents. Is that a notepad? That's like a notebook. No, a little one. I'm gonna get a lot start... of books. So I'm gonna get a lot of stuff over the course of this Some, show. Something like this. Me. Something like this. Like a little something yeah, you can just throw. Yeah, like to... that. A little notepad, mm-hmm. like that. I want you to start writing these movies down. Like, for example, you can write down Escape from New York, and then you can you can draw a line through it because you've seen it. Mm-hmm. I want you to put Night Riders on there. It's K-N-I-G-H-T, Riders, Night Riders. You will okay. probably have a really difficult time finding it. Uh, this one may have to wait until we can go through the archive and find my DVD <laughs> version. That was given to me, by the way, by Tom Savini, oh. who may or may not have signed it. I don't remember. Maybe he did. I don't remember. But the point is, is that's a movie you should definitely check out. So that aside, I do want to see the Tom Savini documentary, not only because of Knight Riders, but but because he's an interesting chap. It's Savini. So, yeah, there we go. Yeah. We want to say hello to Andrew Barron's 85, who is joy- enjoying a free preview of our uh video geek stuff Patreon uh feed uh which you oh, can Andrew. enjoy now through the end of june and then uh, uh he will have to join our Patreon in order to continue in, so there you go indeed i, I like the, i like the little movie tv show chat like this little streaming conversation like that should, yeah you should do me a little something, something with that right. um, you know yeah. I've, I've been talking to the audience a lot uh, one more thing. Uh, if you want to call the GVM hotline, I'll say it again, 201-730-2547. Recommend some movies for me because right now I got Face Off <laughs> and Knight Rider. Oh, you got a lot more than that, sir. It's Knight <laughs> well, right Riders now, that's what I know is on my S. list. You know, just put just Knight at least... Riders with an S. If Knight you Riders. put Knight Rider in, you're going to watch eight seasons <laughs> of uh, a guy with a talking car. So... Uh, yeah, no, Night Riders, different Night Riders. In, yeah, different, different uh, thing altogether. Yeah. The- you have a bunch, though. This is the reason why I want you to start writing them down, because we've probably mentioned between Nick and I at least 50 movies that you need to see that you no, have No, it's not seen. that many. 
I'll, I'll give it? you 20. It will, not 50. Be, <laughs> it will be really quick. It is, I know for a fact, face off, now Night Riders. Uh, <laughs> Planet of the Apes, the. I don't know which ones. Had to be the original. Which ones have you seen? Um, well, honestly, only the newest trilogy in theory. And Did a you bit see of the all three one. of the new ones? Yeah. Then you need to see all six, seven of the original ones. Okay. All of them. Planet I saw of the Apes, Wahlberg one. Beneath the Planet of the Apes, uh, Escape the Planet of the Apes, Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. We, we can do this. Episode, Battle though. for the Planet of the Apes. I think it's five. Battle for the Planet of the Apes, I think, is the last one. Yeah, and we should, the worst. Maybe we should just do and, like a... Like a uh, an APU. An APU. We should do maybe like Ape a... Ape Week. No, you should do it old school, Nick. Do you remember Ape Week? Yeah. The fuck is remember Ape the Week? remember the four thirty movie on Channel Seven, or, or are you too young to remember that? I don't remember the Channel Seven one. Well, in New York, uh, ABC uh, is Channel Seven, and they played the four thirty movie. Oh was yes, a thing, yes, 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 yes. Uh, way back in the day, and and they played lots of different movies, but there was always one designated week that was Ape Week. Yeah, it was they promoted it as Ape Week, and they showed the five. Yeah, that makes sense that it's five. They showed the five Planet of the Apes movies: Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. All of those were were the Ape movies. Maybe, maybe uh, that we should... they played. They did promotional materials for it and everything. There's a poster out there that says like "Go Ape." If you Google it, promotion put Ape Week poster, and you'll see that was an actual thing that they did. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, Planet of the Apes, the original stuff is definitely on your list. Maybe, maybe 100%. we, maybe we should save that for a segment in April. Get it? You can catch us each and every week, by the way, at geekstufftng.com. You can also check us out on social media. We are available at geekstufftng over on Twitter, over on Facebook, and over on the Instagram. You can find me as Monty's Mayhem, M-O-N-T-E-S-M-A-Y-H-E-M. I'm on the Twitter. I'm on the Facebook. I'm on the Instagram, the Snapchat, and the YouTube, um, where Sandwich is making sure that I, I diligently post stuff um, online. Uh, Big Kev, your, your social media information, sir. Yes, uh, you can check me out on the Xbox Network at Big Kev GS, where... Occasionally, I pop in to see what's going on, if they've made any improvements to Red Dead. But since my streak is broken, I don't really go on to do dailies anymore. Uh, my streak was broken, by the way, because there was no internet on this island for an entire day. So nice. there yep. goes my streak. Um, I am playing a little more GTA uh, right now. Of course, we have a couple of big heists lined up, but we need our, um, we need our trigger man. Uh, we need our ringer, the sandwich, to come in and provide assistance. But you know, it's like it's like pulling teeth to get him in there. Uh, <laughs> other than that, you can check me out as uh, BK Geek Stuff uh, everywhere else, pretty much. Sweet and sandwich. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Fat Dumbledore, F A T D O M B L E D O R E. I'm on Xbox at that name too. But in all seriousness. Lately, I've just been burned out. Not burned out, but like I get home and I just want to sleep. From work has been rough. He's telling but, the guys uh, so much older than him. Uh-huh. Every week. Every say, week. I'm burned out. It's a lot. 
Uh, I, go I on, Dumbledore. Like uh, go on. Just go on. Just come on for like an hour. What's it gonna hurt? You're a little my tired. So my what? soul. Go on, Dom. What? Uh, I, I'm saying I'm on, I'm on Instagram at blah. Okay. I'll go. say it again. All right. All right. Dumbledore. All right. All right. I didn't hear you. And with that, big Kev. With that, Mr. Monty, Mr. Sandwich, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG to a close. Episode 592, the one we called American TARDIS. The way we end some episodes by saying... Good night, OG. Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music. Good dead man.